What's going on, everybody? This is Spooks McGee with the Light Bloomer Podcast. Mmm, that tastes delicious, and that sounds good, because I haven't said that in a long time. It's been a couple months now. I would say November, December, January, February, March. A lot of shit has happened, and we make an attempt to run down all of those things in this episode. But first, I'd like to shout out couple of uh, companies that have uh, been generous enough to uh, let us uh, rep their product. Two of them. FlipThisMusic.com. Starting as low as $30, you can get some adequate advertisement on your product. No robots, no bullshit. Just some straight up organic streams that will be an investment that will return to you as soon, well not as soon, but very short time span. I made my $30 that I invested back three or four times over since then and I'm about to do some more uh, marketing uh, on those singles that I dropped a while back and you know, music that you've had sitting around that was released several years ago, give it new life. Re-put it into the uh, circulation. Also go to typicaldiv.com. That's T-Y-P-I-C-A-L-D-I-V.com. You could also check out his new project and get a discount on some coffee if you go to uh, checkout and type the word bloomer. Other than that, let's start the show. Mic check one two. What is this? Asia. Hey, we live. My name is Olin, but you can call me Spooks McGee. That's okay, cause I called you Aja for so long. And you know, that's how Mexicans laugh online. They be like AJ 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 A. <laughs> I say Mexicans because it's funnier than saying Hispanics, but we all know that there's multiple different types of Hispanic people. And we also know they don't like being called Latin X because that's some bullshit. That's some shit that we invented to be PC. They don't give a fuck about gender specific Spanish language. But yeah, we're being random and off topic. I haven't even started the show yet, so I'm going to do like I started. So it's like, whoa, what's going on, everybody? This is Spooks McGee with the Late Bloomer Podcast. We're back for season three after a stupid hiatus. And you know what? Season three, episode number 21. Is that Biente Uno? Uh, Excuse me. That's a good way to start. It's a great way to start. It's a great way to start. Burping the microphone. I should make a song about everything I missed since I first started. Yeah, you gotta have 
Booty noodles. <laughs> All right, so before we get started, I'm going to uh, uh, first mention some uh, sponsors. Um, the first one is a company called FlipThisMusic.com. That's FlipThisMusic.com. Now, if you're an independent artist and you're trying to get more people to traffic to your streaming sites to get more streams, what you need to do is hit up FlipThisMusic.com. Let me tell you something. Yes. <laughs> it actually started... At $30, I just threw $30 at him and was like, yeah, go ahead, market this single, just see what happens. And that $30 that I invested, just just to see what happened, it came back tenfold. Actually, that little $30 that I invested on the streaming, I just put it on one song and I just said, let's see what happens. I made that money back several times over. Like I, I pretty much made like $200 off of a, a $30 investment. So it's like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I have a I have a couple stocks. I have a couple of like Bitcoin shit. None of that stuff is making the return that this shit made. It made a serious return and it made it quickly. So, you need to hit up flipthismusic.com and you need to go check them out. You also need to understand that this is not going to mess up your algorithm. It's not no robots and all that shit, you know. It's real organic streams that go right to your pocket. So, you need to hit them up. Another one of my sponsors, I'm drinking the coffee right now, typicaldiv.com. Typical, that's T-Y-P-I-C-A-L-D-I-V.com. If you go to typicaldiv.com, oh man, coffee is dope. But Typical Div has home roasted, locally roasted coffee. That's perfection. He also got the tea that just dropped. He got wine. He got... The K-Cups, he's, he's doing his thing. And he just dropped a new project. Something about tacos. I believe it's nobody buys tacos or eats tacos or, excuse me, some shit. I know I got production credit on it because I helped with uh, ripping of some audio. So it's on there. The Me and uh, Journey and her mama at the taco shop. That's his little jam. Anyway, if you go to typicaldiv.com. You can type the word bloomer at checkout and get a discount on any product on the website, not just the coffee. If you go to the website and you're checking out, type in the word bloomer, and you should be able to get a discount on uh, anything. Oh, look, they got Ice JJ Fish. Something about you, girl. He's my friend on Facebook. I like him. Oh, really? Yeah. Would, would you ever give Ice JJ Fish some play? <laughs> would you ever give Ice JJ Fish some AJ Fish. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, he's a cool guy. Um, um, but you don't like men, do you? No. <laughs> like, not at all? No. <laughs> not even a little bit? Not even just like. Uh, have you ever. Like, did you. Were you? Did you always know? If you don't mind me talking about it. I mean, everybody knew except for me, so. <laughs> <laughs> but. That's funny. That's funny. Like my, my cousin recently was like, I always wanted to ask you, but I never like you went to say like I never saw you brought a boyfriend home for like Christmas or Thanksgiving. I wanted to ask, but you know I didn't want to be. And I was like, well, you could just you know you could just ask me, you
mean, there's a really. I think they, he, he, he cool. He, he's cool. His that's, name is, is Daniel. That's, yeah, he's cool. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Well, we can talk about that if you want. We can talk about a couple of stuff. Um, because, but I want to run down all the shit that I missed because it's, I started collecting a list of all the things that I missed since I started podcasting way back and I stopped the last episode, I think was in November and good God, let me tell you, I'm going to do like a, like a real fast rundown of everything that I've missed since we started doing the podcast. You ready? Yeah, let's go. Not since we started doing the podcast, since the last episode, I'm talking about December, January, February, March. That's it. That's a, that's how long it's been since I recorded an episode. And this is... Yes. And these are all the things that happened in that little time frame that I think are significant. There's probably other things that are way more significant. But this is stuff that's important to me. Things that I found interesting. Okay? Now, I'm just going to run it down because I don't want to talk about any of this stuff in detail, but if you want to chime in a little bit, we could stop for a second and, you know, throw a little two cents or a little one-liner in about one of these topics, but I'm not going to run through all these topics right now, okay? Okay, let's go. All right, so, the Capitol insurrection. White people was wilding. It's a revolution. We climbing walls. Man, so crazy. They killed like, people. Man, Trump got impeached again i that that's crazy yep. they that's killed crazy. a police officer with a damn flag american flagpole if that ain't symbolism i don't know what the fuck is good god it was like watching like i don't know the final the season finale of america i was i was terrified <laughs> i didn't know what was gonna happen like, it was crazy i thought the civil was war like, was really about to go down like the shit was really about to it's a. It's, it's better go, you know. Get your guns and you know strap up because it's yeah. about to. Go. But it was just a bunch of clowns. It was just a bunch of clowns shitting on the wall. This is the people that yeah, call us. Yeah, you know, they call us uncivilized and shit on the wall. They shit on the literal shit on the wall. Yeah, they did. All right, the gorilla glue girl. That's what's up. She got her Man, shit. That was hilarious. I'm sorry, that was funny. <laughs> She got her shit fixed for free. Thank you. To, say, who says the internet doesn't it, it do good? It was so crazy. They still keep in track with this girl. Like, I just saw on TMZ, they talking about, oh, she's pregnant now. And I'm like, why are we still talking about her? Like, why is okay, she, she pregnant? Isn't she, like, 50 years old? She what? I said, how the fuck is she pregnant? Isn't she, like, 50 years old? Yeah, she like, like, 40 or something like that. And I'm like, right. okay. And, um, anyway, like I said, I, I'm not going to go into too much details about these topics because I just want to run down all the shit that I missed just real quick, okay? And this this list is long. It's like three pages of fucking random bullshit that I wrote. Okay, okay, so I'm going to run some stuff down. Here we go. The weekend was in a house of mirrors at the Super Bowl, okay? I love his performance. I, I've been rocking with the weekend ever since, like, House of Balloons, which is the anniversary of the uh, him dropping that. But I've been rocking with him ever since he was when, uh, when he was with Drake, you know. Yeah. Drake I like, Adam listen. Loving the crew. I, yeah, right. Loving the crew. I, I loved the performance, but like I said, I want to just run down all the things. I don't even want to really talk about it. If you want to chime in, we can. But it's so many things that it's probably going to take me 15 minutes just to say all the things. Okay. All right, so I'm going to run it all down. Ready? Yeah. So, one more time. Everything that we missed... Since I last posted the podcast, here we go. 
the Capital Insurrection, Gorilla Glue Girl, uh, uh, the vaccines from mad different companies dropped. Um, what else? Uh, a bunch of people got canceled. Pepe Le Pew, Mr. Potato Head, <laughs> Chris D'Elia, um, Marilyn Manson. Um, what else happened? Oh, Space Jam got uh, announced. They started showing little clips of what was going to happen with the new Space Jam. Niggas got mad because Lola Bunny wasn't looking bad no more. She was like, they kind of toned her down a little bit. Um, <laughs> Lady Gaga's uh, dog walker got shot. Like, what the fuck? That's some random wild ass shit. Um, voter suppression just passed in Georgia. Now, this is a thing that I missed, but it's a new thing. But good God, they got some crazy laws now. You can't even pass out water to people standing in line. They they made it harder to vote by mail. They're not playing. They're not going to deal with this shit anymore where people are, like, you know, being able to flip the state again. They, they lost control. They didn't expect this shit to happen. But that shit happened. That's one of the things that happened. They flipped Georgia blue. That was crazy. Um, uh, Let's see. Oh, uh, two stimulus... Two new stimulus checks came in through since I last came on the podcast. Two new stimulus checks, one for 600, one for 14. That's crazy. A bunch of celebrities died. R.I.P. Hank Aaron, Cicely Tyson, Larry King, Screech, a.k.a. Screech, but his name is Dustin Diamond, Cloris Leachman, Rush Limbaugh, that racist motherfucker, Larry Flint. Jessica Walter, who's a really dope comedian. If you don't know about her, you should check out her work. And while these celebrities dying were pretty crazy, one of the most important things that happened was 500,000 Americans died of COVID. What the fuck? Yeah, that's a touchy subject for me right there. Half a million? So, yeah, um, damn. Yeah. So you've lost you know, some, I- some family members from due to COVID as well, right? Right, um, my cousin Kim, yeah, she she passed in February, and um, I'm sorry to hear that. It's it's, it's still a little little rough for me and my family because it's like we didn't expect it, you know. It was unexpected, you know. It was just. It's just, it was just crazy, you know? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, nobody really thinks that this shit is going to get out of hand. And I understand, as black people, our reluctance to trust uh, the, medic- the medical field. But right. when real, actual people are dying because of this shit, we can't take it lightly. We can't play no, with this shit. It ain't no joke. But while I want to talk about those types of things, I do want to keep it a little bit light right now for the beginning of the segment. We can get back to talking about this because I know that that's really heavy, you know? Yeah. Um, I beat it. My mom beat it. My dad beat it. Awesome. Are you, you yeah. going to get vaccinated or you don't need it because you've already beat the uh, COVID? Um, I'm going to go get vaccinated. I think I qualify for this first round because I am, I guess I can say I'm somewhat a essential worker because I do work at a financial institution at a, at a credit union, so okay. I think we qualify for this first round. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, yo, shout out to all the people that think that um, they're putting uh, uh, robots in, in, in your body and nanobots and shit so they could turn you into uh, cyborgs. Bruh, listen, I know that shit is wild and it's hard to understand some, types of, some things sometimes, but a lot of people that I know got vaccines and they're not turning into RoboCop, so I mean... Listen, I don't know, I don't have the expertise to talk about this, but I do know that you should probably consider, I know the government ain't shit, but I don't know. I just feel like, 
I don't want to get too much into it. Anyway, we're going to move on. So Sharon Osbourne did some racist shit, told Cheryl Underwood that she shouldn't even cry. Like, if anybody should be crying, I should be crying. I said, what? And she then, then everybody came out the woodworks and said all this racist and sexist and homophobic shit that she said. And it's like, I'm trying to cap for her, not really, not really, but kind of sort of, like kind of giving her a benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, she's 60 years old. She came from a different time. She grew up in the metal world right. where people acted a little differently. She's from England, blah, blah, blah. But nah, fuck that. Fuck that. She know better. She know better. So anyway, she quit her job. Or she got fired or whatever, but they they went on a hiatus on the talk. I didn't even know niggas watched this show. Do people watch this show? Is this is a real thing? Like the talk? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't watch it. Um, but yeah, I mean, share. I, I used I like sharing Osborne. Uh, well, I used to. Now yeah. that I know that she's kind of like racist a little bit, yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, that dude was funny, man. Ozzy Osbourne, when he's like, "Hey, fucking uh, Sharon, I'm the fucking," no. I don't know what the fuck this nigga be saying. <laughs> he 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 rotted his brain with all them fucking drugs. Anyway, so that happened. Okay, Meghan Markle said some shit about the royal family being racist. What color? What the baby be? I was looking at um, Amber Ruffin and her homeboy were talking, and they were like. How dark will the baby be? <laughs> How, will it be dark or will it be dark, dark? How dark exactly will the baby be? All right. All right. Kim Jong-un's sister was talking extra spicy. That was some wild shit. Oh, boy got rocked in the face by a twisted T. There was some crazy shootings. As soon as they opened that outside, y'all niggas started shooting again. Like, what the fuck? They did Atlanta, they did Boulder, and they did Virginia within a short time span. Like, almost immediately after people started getting vaccines and got their, you know, little stimmies and was out partying and shit and celebrating life. And now everybody just started bucking shots. It's like, what the fuck? Gun control, bro. We got to deal with some shit. I don't know, man. I'm down for people being strapped up. But we got to figure out what the fuck's going on. I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah, Birmingham is, yeah. Yes, I mean Alabama. It's, I mean it's just wild, man. But look, I mean it's. I'm not even gonna get into that. Like I said, I'm just running. I'm just doing a rundown. Stop Asian hate movement came out. Uh, a lot of people were talking about Asians and like it's basically like pretty interesting for people to say that because Asia is a really big continent and there's a lot of different ethnicities and people. Not just when you but when you say the word Asian. Right, the first thing that pops right. in your head is a Chinese person, Japanese person, or or some kind of like a, a person of you know that kind of uh, Asian. But there's a lot of different right. types of people in Asia that aren't just Japanese, Chinese, or whatever. You know. Anyway, yeah. But I'm not gonna get into that either. But I will say that the whole movement and saying stop Asian hate is correct. You're right. We should stop. Punching Asian people. Why the fuck do we have to say that? We're grown people. We got to tell other people not to hurt people for stupid shit. Like, come on, man. That's just ridiculous. Like, honestly, Asians bit had hands. I don't know why the fuck y'all tripping. Like, they ain't never really been, like, uh, with the shits for the longest. They got ancient fighting styles. Like, old boy got fucked up by a lady that was, like, 70 years old. You should have seen his ass on a stretcher with his little arm crooked up like that. Dude looks so funny. He got his ass whipped by an old ass Asian lady. That happened. She turned him into a cold pound chicken. Damn, that shit's fucked up, dude. That shit's fucked yeah, up. She, 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 she got him. <laughs> but yeah, so 
<laughs> we got to find a way to stop with them racist ass jokes. Anyway, look. Um, hey, look. They probably like. I, I remember the uh, Eddie Murphy bit where he says, "Have you ever seen a, a black uh, Asian person walk into a, 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 a soul food restaurant and go, I like collard greens,' uh, like making fun of us because we have big eyes and we? <laughs> it's just funny, but honestly, yeah, I, I man. Yeah, honestly, the thing about it is, I'm not going to get into it. I really am not. I'm just trying to run down all the stuff so we can get to, to the topics. But I do think it's interesting how strong the Asian community is, just in where I live. Out here in Gwinnett County, there's uh, whole communities where they just got their own grocery stores, entertainment shops, full restaurants, uh, banks, um, all kinds of shit. And the signs are big and prominent right on the top, and they have all the, the you know, the... the um, whatever uh, Cantonese or Japanese or whatever writing they have, Vietnamese, the writing is up there in plain sight. And the same thing with Hispanic community. They have, like, a huge network. There's this place downtown where uh, next to Lawrenceville called the Santa Fe Mall. They pretty much have a radio station in there. They do events like, you know, uh, they have, excuse me, um, you know, wrestling events, and they se- they have vendors that sell things. They sell prom dresses for quinceañeras. They got, you know, a church service in there. They got a movie theater in this place. It's like, wow. where's the black equivalent of that? You know, I've seen some churches that are similar to that. It's like a black church. They got their barbershop in there. They got the coffee shop in there. They got- and it's, it's, it's pretty close. I grew up as a Seventh-day yeah. Adventist. There was a lot of you know, interworking commerce that was built within this community. So there was a lot of vendors and people that moved money in the community and they had pathfinders and they had all kinds of different streams of income and all different things. So I think that the closest to this is the Caribbean community, the West Indian community. There's a lot of that, but it's not as big as the Asians and the Hispanics have been able to manage to create these huge economic standpoints, like where a lot of money is being trafficked through, um, one particular, uh, uh, you know, race or, or group of people, you know? Right. But, that sounds, it's not yeah, it's crazy. But that's one thing I was, uh, I will talk about that eventually, but this is not the episode about that. I'm running down a list of everything that I missed, and I'm getting close. Everything that I thought was important. Kanye, Kim Kardashian getting uh, divorced. Uh, what else? Um, uh, the WAP performance, that was pretty dope. Uh, I liked it. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion's performance. Biden passed the relief bill for COVID. Zero Republicans voted less. Zero Republicans voted yes. What the fuck? How the fuck? They don't give a fuck. And then there was a thing that I heard where they were trying to vote to end slavery, like through the 13th Amendment and some other things, and a lot of, a lot of Republic, Republicans uh, opposed it. Like, what the fuck? There was another thing where I heard that they were trying to end or uh, abolish uh, um, uh, lynching and a bunch of people, uh, they didn't vote for that. Crazy, you know? Yeah. Kirk Franklin uh, cussed out his son. That was dope. My favorite. Yeah, I mean, if you thought gospel music has gone too far, <laughs> you ain't heard nothing yet. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk released that Dallas on Right, right. So that happened. Um, oh, Soul came out. I missed that. I didn't get to talk about Soul. Jamie Foxx did his thing. But the ending was super anticlimactic. I wasn't really crazy about the ending. But I liked the movie overall. It was just really great, really great execution. I liked it. The music was good, too. Yeah. 
I missed the whole fucking Black History Month. I could have been doing all kinds of think pieces about people that y'all never knew about and all kinds of dope shit that y'all never heard and inventors and people like that. I never did none of that shit. Women's History Month, missed the whole fucking thing. Quavo and Saweetie, they got broken up, whatever. I missed that shit. Um, Jojo Siwa, the little girl that all these little white girls that, uh, you know, the little, like, uh, Girls be going crazy for. My daughter was on that stuff for a little bit, but I wasn't really feeling it. But she came out as gay. Everyone, all the parents started freaking out. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I heard about that. I, I, I like JoJo Swan. She's cool. She's cool. Yeah, little, you know, for little kids, that kind of stuff. All right. So now that I've got that, also I've missed daylight savings, which is stupid. Nobody fucking gives a fuck about daylight savings. Anyway, that was all the stuff that I missed since the last episode that I posted. But here's what just happened. <laughs> Lil Nas X just dropped a video and people are clutching their purses. Metaphorically speaking. Uh, I don't I don't have a problem with the video. Um he, he's pre- I mean his create his, his creativity is like his like level of like genius is like unmatched. I mean, yes, he's, you know, gay, but I mean, I mean, he just, I mean, that's, that's his video, you know. Yeah. He's going to do what he want to do. Right. I would rather, I mean, the scene with him giving the little left dance, the thing, I mean, I didn't see nothing, to, you know, no problem with it because I feel like y'all let y'all kids look at uh, NBA Youngboy and all the rest of these rappers make guns and stuff and, you know, it's okay for them to watch that. But then as soon as the dude slide down the pole and twerk for Satan, it's a problem. Yeah. It's an interesting balance. It's like, <clears throat> I grew up around a lot of people who are like, me no want to uh, fuck with none. That's a Babylon thing. Me no want to talk about that. Me no, me no, me no represent such things. Uh, a demon thing that and evil things are uh, about. And, you know, Babylon is is falling, and if you don't wake up and open your eyes, and you will see that the truth is being revealed before you, and all of these things. But there's a lot of ways the truth is being revealed. I don't think it's a 20 year old nigga sliding down a pole behind a green screen that's gonna re- be revealing all this stuff. There's a lot more things going on in life that are revealing that the world is in a disarray. Um, but I understand the concern. If someone is obsessed with symbolism, these people. And here's the thing, to be very clear, what you said about Lil Nas X having this high level of creativity, it's interesting. At the same time, it's like there's a team behind him. Uh, he's a, there's a monster behind what he's doing. Uh, uh, and it's more than just him being so creative that he's the best uh, at being creative and creating all these, do, these new things. There's a huge um, machine behind him. And so... Uh, we can't give him too much credit for being the face of a bigger picture. So while it is a you know dope thing that he's doing, at the same time, I don't want to give him too much credit as far as artistic integrity and his abilities as an artist because I can name so many artists that are so much better. Um, I, I can appreciate it for what it is, the songs that he's done, um, and the things that he's done so far, I can appreciate it for what it is. It's simple, and it executes itself, and it does what it's supposed to do. But as far as it being like, oh, this high level of creativity, he's so out there. He's he's He started out in the game with a gimmick. He admitted it, and he stuck with the gimmick. Yeah. So, you know, 
I don't really take too hard, too much to heart the most of the movements that he makes because he's he's been gimmicky from the beginning. So he's gonna jump on any gimmick that's gonna make people talk. Oh man, like, his whole entire platform is based on headlines. Started out with. Like, Oh my gosh, Lil Nas X turned country music inside out. They want they didn't want to let black people in. And that was dope. He really put these niggas on their heads by putting like, hey, you know, country music is not just for you. We invented that shit and we can take it back if we want to. And it it created a dialogue. And here we are again. You know, Lil Nas X is doing something that's creating a dialogue. What is the thing about it that bothers you? Is it because he's gay? Is it because it has religious symbolism? Is it because he's wearing uh, androgynous clothes? Is it, There's so many things that he's doing in the video that have been done before. There are people who use religious imagery all the time. Kanye did it. A lot of metal artists did it. A lot of people from back in the day did it. A lot of different people use religious symbolism. A lot of people use androgyny. Prince. Uh, um, uh, Rick James. There's a lot of people who are sexually ambiguous who do things like yeah, they might have dressed you know flamboyant. They might have not have said straight up and down that they were gay, but they did things and said things that people would not be able to place a label or a gender on. This is nothing new. We're acting like we just seeing some brand new shit that somebody just coming out of the woodworks and now oh all of a sudden niggas is using religious symbolism and satanism and and uh, homosexuality is is on the rise when. Yeah. When, what are you talking about? Like disco has uh, came out way before homosexuality was huge in the seventies, and they had full right. clubs where uh, androgyny and religious uh, 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 people were were breaking away from their religious uh, standards and going to the party to get high on cocaine and have anonymous sex with random people, uh, right. m- women or men. It was a it was a sexual liberation. So everyone, like <clears throat> go ahead. Because the biggest, the, the, the biggest. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm probably going. Some people going to spaz out when I say this because I'm just like the biggest gospel singer that's known to like man was with, was was down with those type of parties with the orgies and stuff like that. James Cleveland, he was. You know, he used to do those little sex orgies and stuff. You know. Yeah. So, you know, he he used to sleep with men and women. So yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think people have a problem with it because he's he's gay. That's yeah. what it is. They have a problem with him being gay. I think and people just want to be upset. I understand why. I understand what they're doing. They're trying to make headlines. And right. they're doing a good job at what they're doing. Right. But do things matter as much as we think they do? I mean, I don't, you know, I don't care about him being gay, you know, because I'm a part of the community myself, but a lot of people just have a problem with it because they feel like, oh, I don't want my son, I don't want my daughter watching it. But like I said, yet and still, you let your kids watch NBA Youngboy. I don't really listen to NBA Youngboy. He's not my favorite, but, you know, he, you know, he in the video with the guns and the, you know, dope and the girls and all this stuff. Okay, you rather your child watch that. Then your child, you know, so then when I look now, they put out a video with him left dancing and twerking on the devil. Oh, it's a problem. Right. So you I think it's... Because they feel, they feel like whatever NBA young boy or those other rappers are doing, are, I guess that's, that's their definition of what a man is supposed to do. You know, that's, that's more masculine. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Well, I see it like that's this. 
we are willing to condone violence and murder, but anything uh-huh. that 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 uh, challenges our religious beliefs or our sexual prudity or our sexual um, uh, uh, repression, it's oh hell nah, oh hell nah. Right. So so right. you could kill people, but you better not be gay while you're doing it. Right. What the right. fuck? You're free to shoot all the people you want to. As soon as you kiss a man, what the hell? You know, <laughs> a girl kiss a girl, what the hell? You know, like, that's, you know, it, it, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So, here's the thing. There was a time when I gave certain things more, more, um, more weight than Energy. I th- thought they should get like right. <clears throat> I had I had an ex-girlfriend who I found like her she was doing some rituals she was like doing some like rituals like setting her intentions lighting incense melting candles writing names on paper doing things like that you know uh-huh. and I was like my first reaction was, oh, I grew up as a Seventh-day Adventist. I'm a Christian. So it's witchcraft. It's dark magic. Why is she doing this? Like, why is she putting my name on the paper? Why am I involved in this shit? Like, I don't want to be involved in none of this dark magic. I don't want to be involved with this evil witchcraft and this darkness and this devil shit. But here's the thing. As I started to think and time progressed, I was like, you know what? It's a little bit more complex than just that. And so did you figure out what she was doing? Honestly, the 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 thing she was doing, I think, is irrelevant. But my reaction to it, I think, is more important than anything. Because my family is from the West Indies, and I'm sure, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with <clears throat> the Caribbean, but it's very mystical. Yeah, I... It's very mystical and magical, right? A lot of a lot of uh, people from the Caribbean go to witch doctors or shamans or ancient uh, practices that have existed way longer than Christianity. Right. And I heard, I started doing like a little bit of research, a little bit of thinking, and and you know I do a lot of driving and thinking. So I'm thinking like you know what makes what I believe more important than what she believed? What makes what I believe more poignant than what she believed? Why was my immediate reaction to her doing these things that they're evil and they're no good? What 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 is the origin of these things? Who created these things? Are we, are we shying away from our origins... The culture that we that existed before us, before time, um, before you know modern society, are we shunning the things that made us who we are? Like, here's the thing: how were the slaves able to survive? The ones that did survive to come out mentally strong, physically strong. What God? did they worship? What religion did they practice? And how did those things make them 
so strong to withstand all these evils that were surrounding them. They were outnumbered and overworked and tired, and they still found a way. And black people to this day are still as strong as ever, and no one can figure out how they can we can tap into this black girl magic, black guy magic. So what is magic? Huh? Right. So what is magic? What is the mysticism that exists around us? And why do, do, do me, someone who grew up as a Christian in the Judeo-Christian Bible, why am I so afraid of these things? Why are we thinking that immediately any magic, anything is dark, anything that doesn't involve Christianity is dark? But... That's because that's what we were brought up. That's what we were brought up to do. So my knee-jerk reaction was, it's witchcraft. It's evil. It's dark. It's evil magic. It's 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 above me. I'm my God doesn't deal with that things. I'm a Christian, but what what caused me to behave in that manner? And I couldn't even tell you the answer. Here's the thing: I know that I'm that I'm on to something. Like there's something there. I have a brother that I could talk to that probably can elaborate on this better. He knows a lot about ancient religions. But, you know... Well, well, the Egyptians, well, I mean, you know, they, they try to make it seem like, you know, black cats are just bad look and actually, that, you know, like, you know, they, they're not, you know, they try to make it seem like six, six, you know, like the triple six is like uh, demonic and, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And it's really, it's really not. It's because, I don't want to say society, but I want to say what we were brought up on has told us, oh, that's bad. You know, if you burn sage, oh, that's witchcraft. Yeah, you know, you do certain things that you know you believe in horoscopes. That's that's, that's you know you, that's witchcraft. That's that's what we were brought up on. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I mean, you, a lot of things are co-opted. Yeah, a lot of things are co-opted uh, to be seen as darker. And, and honestly, there's a lot of. Uh, Racism in these imageries, like you said, a black cat. Why is a black cat bad? Uh, you know, what, what the, the the other example that someone brought up earlier? They 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 made these uh they, these uh custom demon shoes that had the 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 uh, the satanic star on it, some blood in the heels, and it was a black shoe. And then they had the Jesus shoe, and guess what? That shoe was white. So right. they, even they, to they, this they, day, right? Exactly. You know? So why is so black magic? We've always thought is a bad thing, but maybe it isn't. Maybe it's not something that's bad. But I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe we should consider that everything isn't this big epic God versus the devil shit. Maybe there's a little right. bit of everything we can get from a lot of different things, and we're just being a little bit like. Um, close-minded, but I don't know, I don't know. The point I'm making is this. If you look at the story of Jesus in the beginning, according to these, uh, like I said, the Judeo-Christian Bible, there's stories about these people called the Magi who would bring gifts to Jesus. What is a Magi? Well, these people are like magicians. They're, they're, they're people who you know practice art, you know, crafts. The three wise men... How did they find Jesus in the scripture according to the scripture? They used the North Star to find their direction. Right, the wise men. Right. They guided themselves with astrology. Mm-hmm. Magic was all around. When Jesus was healing people, according to this Judeo-Christian Bible, I don't know if these are facts or not, I'm just saying, this is what was in the book. Right. He would always tell people, 
that your faith healed you and you did this. You made it happen. And then you go forward even more. After he died, his homeboys were able to do the magic. They were able to heal people with the power of God or whatever kind of... But maybe they know something we don't know about how to manipulate these types of elements that are all around us. And I feel like technology is something like that today. Like what? Like I'm currently talking to a bunch of people simultaneously on streams in three, three or four different streams. And like, how am I able to do that? How are they able to harness this light, the sound, uh, the the sound waves, and all this shit? You know, this if 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 nothing is new under the sun, if people have been making yeah. androgynous music forever, if people have always been dressing flamboyant, if people have always toyed around with different types of religion and different types of ideas, then why are te- why wouldn't technologies that we uh, implement today and electricity and other things have existed before? I don't know. Right. I don't know. This is all just I mean, stipulation. I guess it's more it's more accepting now than the world back in the, you know back back in those those days, you know, back then, you know, it used to be taboo if somebody was homosexual, you know, they would have to hide it. Yeah. But versus now, you know, it's, it's, I, I want to say it's everywhere, but it's, it's around. Yeah. You know, and I hate when people be like, oh, yeah, you're forced to homosexual. We're not forced to nothing. We're just saying that, hey, we're out here. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. know we're out here. Yeah, you I know? mean, there's other things that people can be influenced by. And so they're always talking about the gay agenda, the gay agenda, but is there a straight agenda? Are we trying to make people straight? Is there, I don't know. Are there other like, you know, ideals and, and, and lifestyles that people, uh, promote and anybody who promotes any type of lifestyle ever is an agenda for, to recruit people to their lifestyle. I just don't, I mean, we're, we're not recruit. I mean, we're not recruiting nobody and nothing. Like we just telling you that we're we're out there. Yeah. You know, they get mad because oh, Disney got a show with a couple that's, uh, that they're lesbians. Okay, well, everybody doesn't. You know, have a mom and a dad. Parents. Some some children have two moms. Some have two dads. So you know, it's just we're just we're just trying to you know express everybody. Yeah. You know, so everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody's different. It's true, but yeah, I mean, I think, and someone said this, the times are changing, man, and you can't do nothing to stop it, and you can hold on to Mr. Potato Head and Dr. Seuss and whatever the fuck else makes you think happy thoughts, but you're going to have to get with the times and just move forward with what's going on, what's happening. Because the same motherfuckers who was all about tradition are the same motherfuckers, according to the Judeo-Christian Bible, are the ones that killed yeah. Jesus because he went against tradition. Yeah. He. And I feel like you should, you know, tradi- tradition. That's cool, but sometimes you gotta, you gotta think outside that box. Yeah. You gotta think outside that box. It's, it's know, a point you where you gotta. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said you gotta, you gotta think outside that box. You gotta get outside that box. Because if you do, if you do stay in that box or in that whatever you're confined to, then you're going to get the same result, you know. So, yeah, you just got to break out that box. Yeah. You know, think outside the box as well. Yeah. I mean, it's a point where you got to go. The system that we've implemented, 
that we have, that we've had had, had going for 500 to 1,000 years, has it really worked or are we just in denial? Are more people from traditional religious backgrounds more fucked up than anybody that you know? If that's the case, then maybe it's time for us to think of a new way to worship God and to tap into our divinity and to tap into our magic. And maybe it's not what you think it is. Right. But that's why I don't a lot know. of young people are turning away from the church. Yeah. You know, they seek a, a tradition. Yeah. You know. But I can't think of any real traditions that we should hold on to except for, like, just, you know, family get-togethers and, you know, loving each other and, you know, caring about each other and, you know, that kind of stuff. But there's so many traditions. Well, I like communion. Communion is my personal favorite. <laughs> yeah, communion is great. Why? Because you like to drink that wine, don't you? Well, we drink grape juice. <laughs> <laughs> communion! <laughs> I wonder if there's an organ in here. Oh, I love the organ. I always wanted to play the organ. Like, so cool. Yeah, the organ is hard because it has all those layers. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, you know. Alright. It's time to have communion this morning. <laughs> it's not real wine. But since you're 14 years old, you and your friends can pretend like it's real wine. Yeah, get a cheese and cracker. Don't get them no crackers that be in them cups. It's the cheese and, and crackers. <laughs> and the blood of Jesus. So, these sacraments <laughs> are pretty dope. <laughs> Nothing but the blood of Jesus. <laughs> um, these sacraments that we practice kind of sound like some magic shit to me. Drink his blood and eat his body. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, it does sound like some type of little. It sounds like some. Well, I don't know. Like a voodoo or something. I don't know. Like I, I know Chris D'Elia is canceled, but he had a really good bit about how, you know. What's worse than what's more creepy than drinking blood? Pretending like you're drinking somebody's blood. This is a guy's body. I'm eating a guy's body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like what's more pretending like you're drinking blood, like drinking Kool Aid, like this is blood. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's the blood. I'm. I joke and I kid, but some traditions, like you said, are good. When I was a kid, we used to wash feet. We used to wash feet. You ever heard of that? Oh, don't talk about the foot wash. <laughs> <laughs> you I mean, everything got the foot wash except for washing feet. <laughs> but that's the thing. The foot wash is kind of nasty, but it's also pretty, you know, humbling. It's like, you know, just like how they did. Wash your feet, I'll wash my feet. We'll, we'll sing in prayer, communion. We'll touch. You don't touch strangers' feet. You don't wash their feet like that. You don't sit down. It's a good tradition to have. To wash a stranger's feet. It sounds nasty as fuck, but it's something about getting down on your knees, humbling yourself to do something so demeaning. Oh. You know? Yeah, now you need. Yeah. So 
That's why it's dope to go get a pedicure and stop Asian hate so they could touch your feet and humble themselves and, and do all that and touch your crusty ass toes so you can walk around with your flip flops on. But while there is a lot of Asian um, uh, 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 nail salons, I think that's interesting. We should think about the idea that there should be more black people involved in this industry, especially since there's a lot right. with the biggest uh, invo- the biggest customer uh, base. Well, it's a black salon down the street from my house. It uh, do feed and awesome, and, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, yeah, it's the time for a lot of black uh, cultural appropriation. I saw a black taco shop, taco truck the other day. It's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out yeah. to uh, Waylo Street Tacos in Lithonia, Georgia, and shout out to Chef Jay. He hooked me up. Chevy Beats. He's a chef now, and he hooked me up with a fire ass. Meal and delivered it to my house, so y'all need to hit him up. I'll I'll put the link in the description for the show. But there is one other thing that I want to talk about tonight, and it's something that a lot of people don't really know about. Okay, let's go. All right, there's this canal, right? That is being blocked. It's being blocked off right now. It's called the Suez Canal, and it is one of the biggest. locations for uh, traffic for international market to bring products into the country. And it's literally 12% of all global trade goes through the Suez Canal. And it's blocked. There is a ship that ran around into some sand into a sandstorm and it ran aground and the and the ship is stuck and it could be stuck for weeks and it could take weeks for them to fix it or to get the shit off of the boat. This is crazy. This ship is massive, by the way. It's 1,300 feet long, right? It's about 200,000 tons of cargo on this shit, right? It's bigger than the Empire State Building. And this shit is just stuck, blocking all the ships. All the people whose jobs are to ship to, to take stuff off, they're out of work because they can't take the products off the ship. They're just stuck, dead there. And for every uh, one day... That they don't start going like if they if for every one day, right? That's fourteen to fifteen million dollars worth of merchandise is being stopped every single day. They can't get through this shit. Can't nobody put up a, a big rig or something again. It's bigger than the Empire State Building. They cannot just pick it up and move it out of the way. It's so massive. So. If this thing does not get fixed, there could possibly be a huge shortage in coffee, tea, toilet paper. Oh, how much? It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a container ship that is larger than the Empire State Building, and it's stuck. And nobody can do anything about it. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. But I found this article called. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, if it happens again, if, if toilet paper starts going again, I'm just gonna shit and then hop in the shower after I'm done. <laughs> I'm gonna shit and shower right after. Hold on, I want to tell y'all some things about the Suez Canal because I didn't know anything about this shit at all. I think it's pretty funny. Okay. The History Channel, I think it was the History Channel or Britannica. 
Nine facts. Nine fascinating facts about the Suez Canal. That's how I'm going to wrap the show. With some boring ass fun facts about a canal that y'all don't even give a fuck about. But I think it's interesting, okay? We're at 53 minutes, okay? We're almost at an hour. We almost got one more episode in the bag. And I'm going to eat up all that time by talking about uh, the Suez Canal, okay? Actually, before I do that, do you still want to talk about, like, what happened with you being gay and stuff? And, and like, what happened, like, when people, like, found out about, like, um, the whole situation, like, when you came out, uh, like, people weren't surprised? Like, do you want to talk about that? Because I think it's pretty interesting. Like, we kind of uh, uh, glossed over that because I wanted to run down my list. But, I mean, did you want to talk like, about that? Fine. Huh? You're fine. You're fine. It's your show. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Okay. So, okay. So, I just think it's interesting. So, you said that you came out at what age? Uh, like, like, to everybody or to, like, to, like, myself? Uh, first to yourself, then to everybody. I mean, well, like I said, I, I mean, I, I knew, like, in, like, I guess, like, towards the end of middle school, but I really, like, didn't act on it, you know, until I got in, like, my, my 20s. Yeah. And so, like, the first person I, I came out to be like my mom, and she just had to like like look on her face. Is she like super you know, religious? Yeah, but you know she she think it's like okay I ain't gonna never have a grandchild, and I'm like no, nah, that's not. You know, <laughs> I, can, I can always adopt. Right, you, know, you can you, adopt, you, and you can get really someone to uh, to implant something in the, uh, you. You know, artificial yeah, insemination. Yeah, I heard about that. That's kind of like uh, I don't know. You could do a surrogate situation. There's so many different options, but go ahead. So your mom thought, I ain't going to have no grandbabies. <laughs> yeah, that's what, she, that's what she thought. And I was like, Mom, you know, I could see I had kids, you know. Right, right. Okay, so your mom was the first one that you told. Yeah. But let's go back a little um, bit further. Before you before you, you told your mom, Were you? Uh-huh. did you ever try... Dudes, like, let's just see what this shit is about. Like, let's see what dick is all about. <laughs> like, did you, were you with a man and then you were like, I don't like this shit? Or did you just go, it's all women all day? Like, I knew I had, like, female crushes. You had female like, crushes. Did you have boyfriends? Yeah. No, I didn't have a boyfriend at the time, but I had, like, like female crushes, like, girl, I would have to be I would be like, oh, she kind of, you know, kind of cute, you know. Right. But <laughs> yeah. you never saw a man and was like, he, like, I, I want him so bad. No, I'm not like this. Because, like, like, sometimes dudes annoy me. So I'd be like, eh. Dudes you know, annoy you? Annoy easily. <laughs> hey, women are annoying too. Don't be talking about us like we just yeah. all. <laughs> they, they can be. They can be. I ain't going to lie. All right, so they you're telling me be. that you. You never tried being with a man ever? I mean, I had a boyfriend. Yeah, I had to. And you didn't like it? But he was really... Oh, Lord, I hope you probably did say Lord. He was, he was really weird. I mean, it's high school. Like, he was all fucking weird in high school. Yeah, but he was to the point where, I mean, like, he, he would, like, draw, like, pictures of our house and he drew a picture of me on our wedding day and I'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it 
it was weird. Yeah. You know, like, oh, snap. You know, he even drew, like, he drew the picture of me in my wedding dress with my hair cut. He drew blueprints of the house. And it was weird. Wow. And so, I was like, uh, okay. Um, okay. But, you know. <laughs> right. You know, I didn't know, I know how to accept it, you know. Like, right. Like, he's really, like, into this. That's you know? funny. That's funny. Uh, so, did you break up with him or did he break up with you? Or did it kind of just one of those situations where it just kind of faded away? It kind of faded away because we both went to college. Right, right. And I, right. I, I, well, towards my senior year, I transferred high school. So, he went to school uh, in another state and I stayed in uh, in Alabama. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, high school. High school, you... You had the one boyfriend that whole time, and then that was it. You never had any female interactions until you got to college. No, because I was I was too scared. Cause I was like, man, I ain't know what people were gonna say. Right, right. You know, I was I was scared. You know, because right. And you're in the Bible Belt. You got all this like old school uh, Baptist yeah. and you know super religious people all around you. I can't even imagine how someone in the South would come out at all. You know. Yeah, because, like, when I, when I did it, like, my friend, she she had told me about, you know, it's National Coming Out Day, you know, she had made a post, and I said, okay, I'm going to make a post, and I, made, and I made the post, and I was, like, so prepared for, like, my family to say something, hmm. but, I mean, they was, they, was, they was cool with it, you know, all the stuff one of my aunties. <laughs> all the stuff one of my aunties. What did, what did that one auntie do? What did she say? Well, from my understanding, she called another one of my aunties, and yeah. she called her client, and oh. she was like, hey, is a gay, and my auntie was like, and so what? And? and she was like, your point? Right, right, and she was like, everybody been calling me about Asia, and I was like, well, she ain't say nothing to me about it. She should have called me if they had something to say, you know, you got my number, give them my number, call me if they got something to say, call right. me, you right. know. But yeah, that was that was about it, you know. So, but um, yeah, that that, that was about it. You know. Wow. So, <laughs> but it was it was cool though. So you, my so dad kind of fucked. Your dad what? He kind of fucked a little bit. <laughs> uh, so your family uh, was super religious, like uh, uh, Southern Baptist. Yeah, very Christian, uh, non-denominational. Non-denominational. I think I'm saying it right. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'm saying it right. Yeah, non-denominational. Yeah, they, yeah. Do you still uh, go to church? Do I still go to church? Yeah. I haven't been to church in a minute because, you know, the pandemic, yeah. you know, we are, we are doing online services, and uh, not too long ago, recently, my pastor passed away. Oh, wow. Oh. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. So, yeah. We, we, we're doing online services right now. Wow. Wow. Did they have, like, a backup pastor, like a, like a, like a, Pastor in training? Yeah, we have one. Oh, okay. We have, I don't know if we're going to search for another one, but we have someone that's, that's kind of like filled in since he, you know, passed away. So Right. Yeah. So now that you're um, out and most people know it and you go, you still attend church services, you're still sort of part of the community. Are there more uh, out gays that are in your church that are open about it? I'm not sure, but um, I would like, 
use my experience as like a, you know, as a, you know, I, I can use my, my story as a, as a, I guess, like you say, like a, like a testimony for them to be like, they can, you know, come out if they feel like they're, you know, self-confident, confident or not, you know, just, you know, just, you know, I, I don't know if there's someone else that's like that, you know, in my church, but if it is, you want to come out, you know, just inbox me or whatever, ask me how, how, it, how to, you know, come out or whatever. Do you feel that being someone who is interested in, like, some kind of um, entertainment business, like you want to be a stand-up comedian, that kind of stuff, do you think that mm-hmm. uh, being someone who still uh, uh, is a person of faith who's gay, do you find it that's your responsibility to kind of, like, lead people to being themselves in spite of being inside of a community that uh, shuns them? Do you feel like a Absolutely. weight or responsibility to talk to these people, or are you just kind of like, hey, you know? I mean, I try to, I try to, a lot of my friends, like, consider me the person, like, to go to with advice. So, I feel like, you know, if I can do it, you know, you can do it as well. Right. You know, right. there's no, there's nothing to be ashamed about. Right. You know, saying? So me and you, you know, that's who God created us to be. He created us to be ourselves. Right, you know how right. boring we'll be if we, we all fall behind. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was the same. Yeah. You know, so I just feel like you should, you know, be you, you know. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's really interesting just like, you know, contradiction. It's like God doesn't make mistakes, but the way you feel is a mistake. It's like, huh? You know? Well, I mean, I feel like the church harps on homosexuality. Like, they just they just count on it. But there are other sins out there. We yeah. can't sing Jesus. You know, we can't say Jesus loves everybody or, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that, and then turn around and put speculations on what everybody is. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, God know, God knew what he was doing when he created you. He knew what he was doing when he created me. So, yeah. you know. The second that I hear a pastor or any kind of religious person start talking about what women these days should be doing or... Y'all out here with this homosexual, I automatically tune out these people because they're not, they don't understand what's going on. Because it's a point, right. your, it's a point your finger type of lifestyle. It's like, you know, these people. You point one finger at me and there's three in the thumb point yeah. back at you. Yeah, so. back at you. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Unless you point like with your elbow, and then there's no more fingers pointing, you can just point with your elbow, <laughs> or you can just do the thing where you like, you like, you like, you like, you like, kind of nudge your nose a little bit, like, like that guy over there, like you can point like that. There's nothing pointing back at you; it's just your nose is kind of like pointing. You know, you should be looking at the live so you can see me. Anyway, yeah, I see you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's just like you're right. It's like everyone, most people have some real have, do some shit, do some fuck shit, and it's like. You, if they, if you're looking for a perfect person, you're gonna drive yourself crazy. And if if you're spending all your time trying to chastise people for what they do and not worried about yourself and what you do, it's kind of like you know it's just a slippery slope. Overall, I just don't see how you could ever, um, you know, talk okay. shit about and yeah anybody and and really be it be sustainable because there's gonna be a moment where you get Derek Jackson, you know. And then everything you say can be used against you in the court of law, in the court of public opinion. 
Like, this dude literally got videos where he was like, I don't have no sympathy, sympathy for a man who doesn't know how to commit to a woman and not be sneaking around and having sex. Right. Then he does it. The whole situation was crazy. Yeah. Um, That's why a lot of people making a big hoopla about this Kevin Samuel guy too, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to run down these nine fascinating facts about the Suez Canal, but nobody gives a fuck about this shit. I'm the only one who cares about this, but I'm going to give like a quick rundown. First, it or, its origins date back to ancient Egypt. There's a man-made waterways that snaked across Egypt. The Egyptian pharaoh Sun Osret III may have built an early canal connecting the Red Sea and the Nile River around 1850 BC, according to ancient stories. Ooh, okay, that's one thing. Uh, Napoleon Bonaparte considered building the Suez Canal in, 19, in 1798, but he didn't do it. Uh, what else? The British government was opposed to the construction of the Suez Canal. Planning for the canal officially began in 1854 when a French former diplomat named Ferdinand de Lesseps, it looks like lips, lips, negotiated an agreement with the Egyptian viceroy to form the Suez Canal Company. And since Lesseps proposed the canal, had the support of the French Emperor III, many British statesmen considered its construction a political scheme designed to undermine their dominance of global shipping. How dark will the baby be exactly? How dark will the baby be? Uh, will it be dark or will the baby be dark, dark, or just kind of sort of dark? No. I was, it was, <laughs> it was built using a forced peasant labor and state-of-the-art machinery. Forced peasant labor is a nice way to say slavery. <sighs> Let's see. The state, the Statue of Liberty wasn't originally intended for the Suez Canal. They, but they ended up putting it in New York. It's pretty interesting. Um, the Suez Canal, uh, creator actually was interested in building the Panama Canal. He didn't do it and he died. That's interesting. Uh, it played a crucial role in the Cold War crisis. There was another shutdown. It was stranded for eight years one time. But it wasn't because the ship got stuck. It was because of some, like, fuck shit political stuff, you know? Right. 1967, six-day war between Egypt and Israel. The Suez Canal was shut down by the Egyptian government and blocked on either side by mines and scuttle ships. At the time of closure, 15 international shipping vessels were moored at the canal's midpoint at the Great Bitter Lake. They would remain stranded on the waterway for eight years, eventually earning the nickname the Yellow Fleet for the desert sands that caked on their decks. Most of the crew members were rotated on and off stranded vessels for uh, three months' assignments, but the rest passed the time by forming their own floating community and hosting sporting events and social events. As the years passed, the fleet even developed its own stamps, internal system of trade. So you put people in a place for eight years, they're going to make their own money, they're going to build their own sports, they're going to have fun. Like People are interesting, man. So... At the 15 maroon ships were finally allowed to leave the canal in 1975, and by then, the two vessels were still seaworthy enough to make the voyage uh, under their own power. But because most of those ships were sitting still for so long, 
uh, some of them just you know, rotted so bad they couldn't even make it trips anymore. They just got they were just so fucking rotted, you know. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. If y'all don't think it's interesting, fuck you. This is my show. Whatever, whatever. It's time for communion, brothers and sisters. <laughs> we are gonna break the blood and drink the bread. Hold on, I got that wrong. Alright. Anyway, we managed to crank out another hour. Thank you for listening to the Late Bloomer Podcast. Call your mom. Call my mom? Call your mama. She's in her sleep right now. No, I meant like... <laughs> huh? I meant like to the listeners, call your mama. Oh, that's Call your mama, call your brother, call your sisters, call your auntie. Family is important. Make some money. Stop worrying about these fuck niggas. Stop worrying about uh, girls online. It's going to drive you crazy. Stop looking at... Uh, stop liking pictures of big booty girls on Instagram newsfeed. <laughs> I, I be liking they pictures. They be okay. Stop fucking up your algorithm, liking all these big booty girls on Instagram in Africa dancing to Afro beats and shit. <laughs> all right, y'all. This is the Late Bloomer podcast. Peace and love. See y'all. I'm th- I'm gonna try to do a weekly show. This is a big challenge for me because I'm a super procrastinator who has problems with uh, focus and discipline. So. I'm trying to do, do every. To, do I need to help you with it? Huh? Do I need to help you with it? If you can help me, yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. But I'm trying to do every Sunday at 9 p.m. If that don't happen, sorry, but that's my goal to do one episode every week during this season. And pray for me because I don't have the physical stamina or the mental capacity or the equipment or the tools or the knowledge, uh, the technical knowledge to pull this off. But Somehow, some way, with God, we will find a way to find the way. All right. Peace and love. Y'all have a good day. Thanks, Asia, for coming through. No problem. Anytime. Hey, we lit. How do I close this? Keeping